Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Rude. Well, I'll tell you something, Bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean, I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power and you are a man to be respected. But you know, I tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do. And that's get step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do. And tonight, we're going to search for the next WWE Diva. Now, to vote for these beautiful young ladies, you have to vote. Go to... to <laughs> go to, uh, go to uh, WWE. Dial 86946. And vote for your favorite Diva Search contestant and text message your favorite Diva Search girl. And starting this moment from now, from this moment on, this will be the moment starting now of the genesis of McGillicuddy. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time... Brock Lesnar, Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend, CM Punk. That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast and the best in the world. Paul, say something stupid. You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow! Can't say that. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. Until then. <laughs> This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts, Ryan Cook and Alex Mello. Wonderful time of the year. After the holidays, but damn it, it's Wrestle Kingdom 13. Alex, I cannot wait. Uh, next it's Friday, yeah, come on, we're a week away. And and guys, real quick here, we are here for ninety minutes tonight to talk about one thing, and we're talking this. Junior 
Q-tips or or uh, vending machines that sell undergarments, but whatever it was, I am sold. Uh, again, is it 2019? Is it the 4th of January, Ryan? Oh, Are you in Japan next, yet? Next Friday. I, Monday. Monday, I will be leaving. Uh, I will be celebrating New Year's on the... Tech, well, so here's here's the, the thing, too, is technically, we'd be landing at midnight. Uh, for It would be New Year's. It would technically be like right at the ball drop when we'd be landing, but unfortunately it's going to be like four in the afternoon there or something. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, hooray. You jump off the the tarmac and you're like, yeah. And then everyone's like, what? And then you get hauled (laughs) off to prison. No. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll have to get, we'll get to our hotel. We'll go to the, the Lawson, uh, which is like a 7-Eleven out there, even though there's 7-Eleven yep. ever out there. We'll get our tickets for DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro. We'll head on over to Korokin. We'll buy up all our tickets for NOAA, All Japan, Big Japan. I uh, already got the tickets for Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash in my email. So, Oh, and we'll get that Fight Club Pro ticket. And you got those WrestleCast radio bracelets, passing them yeah. out in Tokyo. Uh, which, by the way, it's going to be cool because I mean, really, you're not going to be too much lost in translation because just think of all the foreign audience that will be traveling for Wrestle Kingdom uh, 13 uh, to be there live. Like, so, I mean, there's going to be a lot, a lot of, you know, hopefully fans already and, and new fans uh, from that week there of awesome wrestling. It's, it's going to be oh. cool. It's like all in, but long. Yep. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Dude, this is like we're doing the WrestleMania loop that everyone does every year when they go and check out, you know, all the indie shows surrounding WrestleMania as, as we get to do Wrestle Kingdom while hitting up every major company. And yep. the only company we're not seeing is Stardom. And that's because they're just running they're running farther away from where we are going to be. They're going to be at Corkin on the 14th, which will obviously be gone by then. But, yeah. I mean, I, you know, if I miss one – you know, I'm, I'm still going to see most of them, too, man. Although I would love to watch Kagetsu uh, kick somebody in the throat. That would be an, a really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she'll do a run-in. You never know. Yeah, never know. there we go. There we go. See? And may, maybe she'll do a run-in when I'm uh, beating Soma Takao for the, for the Iron Man title. What if she's the one to take out Kenny Omega at New Year's Dash to send them uh, off? <laughs> and she's the new leader of like New Japan and or Bullet Club. Because why not? Did you see that tweet that was going around like like Ryan Satin or whatever was was talking about how Who? he he's like the wrestle like the TMZ wrestling guy and um he Nothing. was talking about uh, <laughs> essentially the same thing, but he was talking about yeah. I think he was the one that started about petitioning for New Japan to start a woman's company and uh, Stardom tweeted something out like, how about instead of oh, so I'm trying to see if I can find this here but it was something like, how about instead of worrying about, here we go uh, instead of petitioning men's companies in Japan to have women's wrestling why not support women's wrestling? Let's give Stardom yeah. World a shot for $8 a month. Let's see Stardom show in New York City. Which journalists cover Stardom, even though every show online is English subtitled? So that, that was kind of interesting that, uh, you know, they're like, hey, how about you 
instead of worrying about New Japan getting women, just watch us because we are the top company in the you know in the world. You can argue for you know, sure women. <laughs> yep. So that was a good point. Like, how much do we focus on us? Um, but not not to drive the, the emphasis away because because Alex, we were focusing Wrestle Kingdom eleven or thirteen. Oh, I didn't say eleven. Um, I'm, how about this? Back. Wow, that that was one of my first Wrestle Kingdoms. Uh, hopefully. I'll be able to accomplish this, Ryan. Uh, getting back to Japanese women's wrestling for two more seconds. Um, I hope to watch some Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, while you're gone. Maybe catch the, the latest event. Um, maybe they will hear what, where, where you're going to be at. So um, we'll see. Who knows? But uh, Meaning with you know my TV just going out today for no random reason. Thanks, warranty that lasted or ended three weeks ago. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, that is that is pretty booty. I agree with you on that one. The um, the Tokyo Joshi Pro Show we're going to is actually going to air. Um, it's going to air live on the DDT streaming service, and it is. I think it starts at noon on one. Four. So it starts at five hours before WrestleMania. So that oh, will be nice. But then we'll leave Cork and head over to Tokyo Dome. Probably get a bite to eat at the. The, the fun-loving TJ Fridays that everyone talks about over there. <laughs> that obviously, I can hear, but hey. Isaiah will be right at home. <laughs> so, Wrestle Kingdom 13. Obviously, we have 10 matches. One on the pre-show. Um, let's just knock out the pre-show match first. And then, what do you want to do? You want to start with the opener, or do you want to start with the main event? I mean, couldn't the opener technically be a main event? <laughs> Very true. We're just going to go. That's a trick right. question there, technical legend. Come on. We had, uh, so reuniting kind of what I was wondering about, the most violent players, Togi Makabe and Toru Yano, are teaming with okay. Ryusuke Tsuchi, uh, taking on Cobb Finley and Nagata, who's filling in for the injured Michael Elgin. I thought he was fired when you told me he was gone, and I was excited. Uh, but, no, he's just injured, so they put in Yuji Nagata. <laughs> you kidding me, as you would say. Uh, Chaos is being represented <laughs> by Goto. Chucky T and Trent Beretta. Suzuki goons bringing on the table. Mineral Suzuki. And then the Elite are bringing out Marty Skrull, Hangman Page, and Yujiro Takahashi. Uh, this is their, their annual gauntlet match to determine the number of contenders for the never openweight six man titles. I'm guessing the winners of this will face them on New Year's New Dash. Year's Dash. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's usually how this ends up going, but I don't know. It's kind of an open field. I like the fact Some that. Some heavy hitters. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bummed that there's no pre-show rumble. I mean, I, but let's be real. At least you'll get, you know, three to four minute increments, you know, kind of with these uh, with these teams, you know, obviously until the uh, the final final two, uh, two, two teams here. But, I mean, again, you get to see Daddy. You get to see Goto. I mean, you get to see Paige and Skrull again, you know, twice in one year live. Uh, yeah. You get to see the crazy antics of Toriano, something you predicted a few shows back about, you know, could they be getting, you know, the MVPs back together? Um, and, and Jeff Cobb again. And you could just be like, man, we like rubbed shoulders like four months ago. <laughs> um, and you get to see the gnarly, snarly hair of one David Finley. So, 
I mean, it's it's going to be pretty damn cool. This is going to be, you know, it's New Japan, it's Gauntlet, you know, at least 30 minutes. Um, and you get to see a chop war, hopefully, between Goto and Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, I, I just would have loved to see one more time Scott Norton out there. <laughs> just a, and, and here's the other thing is I realized, too, obviously, you know, Every year in September, I prank my mom on the air because she did not take me to see Jushin Thunder Liger at Mall of America. Oh! Who's absent from this car? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally going to tell and I still... Now, hopefully, he'll get New Year's Dash. But if I don't get to see him on Dash, I'm going to be pissed. I'm staring at my Liger mask right now going, Jushin, (laughs) you know, Mr. KT Yamada, I was hoping to see you live, sir. And uh, my mom must have Pray called to the uh, Almighty Liger. She called Gato and said, "You can't book Liger." He's like, "What?" <laughs> well, like, maybe he's yeah. announcing. Maybe he's announcing. There you go. He'll have his, he'll have his uh, MMA style mask on. Um, <laughs> who you got in this thing? Who who comes out victorious to take on? Uh, Girls of Destiny and Ishimori, presumably at New Year's Dash. Um, I know my answer, but I'll throw this at you. Who don't you have? Who has the least chance of coming out on top out of this group, Ryan? I think, yeah, I mean, that would be the only team that's kind of a weak link. But, you know, when you have Jeff Cobb and uh, what I just saw from the uh, awesome death match 25 years ago involving one Yuji Nagata, um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't take them lightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this could be a different Toriano. I mean, I, I'm not too familiar with, you know, how the most violent players, how they meshed, you know, I don't know if it's like a Thor Ragnarok situation, um, or if, you know, Toriano is just a totally different personality or different side of him. Um, but you know, Taguchi, you know, has been more serious. I thought this year, you know, sans, you know, the, the rugby stylings of the tag tournament. Um, but when he's serious, man, and, and this is a title opportunity uh, again, I, I think, um, the ass is going to be in check and, um, he's, he's going to get ready to get some wins. I, I think the God of Cobb Finley don't, don't win. And I think the elite don't win either. Cause I think everything's still got to be weird with that whole situation with all elite wrestling and that mm-hmm. stuff. So I think you cancel them out. I could I could see Suzuki Goon winning, but I, I don't really think it makes a lot of sense to do you know, <laughs> Suzuki Goon versus the Bullet Club. I think, think how you're... stiff that team should be. That should be called <laughs> Team Stiff. <laughs> I, team I think murder. you gotta go does, does Chucky e. T does his does he do his He's gonna chair? take you. Yep. Oh yeah. So I I think my pick is gonna be uh MVPs and Taguchi. Okay. I like it. I guess what I'm going I like it. Sucks, sucks that uh, Honma, you know, just couldn't keep rolling. and His body must not be letting him do as much as they thought. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll stick around for like 10-man tags. But, you know, that's the other thing is I, I look at this is if they're putting Makabe, Yano, and Taguchi together and there's no Honma, I think there's a mm-hmm. good chance that they're winning because of that because this team's going to need to have some legs to stand on. And if Honma can't just physically keep up, well, you know, oh. it makes sense to pull them because because uh, you know so that makes me think that they're gonna they're gonna win this thing and go on to the next day. Uh, I I definitely am picking Suzuki Goon. That that was a team that definitely caught my eye. Depending on the placement, you know, of, of where they are in this gauntlet match, 
Um, but I, I, I got to go uh, Suzuki with the win. Yeah, I, I could. I think it. I think we get down to our two picks for the final two teams. Um, my I guess just is picture we... Goto getting pissed at Chucky e. T after he gets disqualified. Like that's what I I envisioned, and him just wailing on him. Now here here's let me let me throw this at you on a left field. This is this is going to be the 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 mind blow. Like holy crap, what if? So mm-hmm. obviously the I shouldn't say obviously, but my thought was that uh, Yoshihashi was going to be the quote mole in chaos. And they move mm-hmm. him out of camp, put him in Bullet Club, and give him a fresh start. Um, and then he fell down the ramp and broke his face, and that kind of didn't happen anymore. What if they have the team of chaos, you know, the chaos team wins, and Goto's the one who turns at Dash? Ooh. And that, that's the Sorry. big sword, is, is Goto's been the mole, and he goes heel and joins Bullet Club. Ooh. I mean, isn't it obvious, though, like, that it is Yoshihashi that I think they're still going to go with it just because he's the greatest fall guy in New Japan history? <laughs> well, I guess the only problem is, Sorry, is gonna come, like, do we know what he's coming? I don't think there's ever been a report about what's going to happen with him. Well, that's what makes it even better. No, but I, I could see them totally doing a red herring and then Goto just, like, taking him out. Saying it was me, Okada. It was me. <laughs> and and, how and then everyone's gonna look- say, "Look, they're westernizing already." Well, but, but I mean, they've already announced that the, you know, somebody already is is making it known oh, yeah. there's a most chaos. And why not make the most honorable guy in chaos turn? Ooh. You know, because tradition. <laughs> no. So that'll be fun though. Nice fun time here on the opener. Um. What do we got here? We're going. And then you get to the actual opener, and you're like, "What?" Abushi defending against Will Osprey. This match, I, I I don't an hour. I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope they get at least fifteen to twenty. If this is twelve minutes, it'll be fine. But I really need this thing to go fifteen twenty because I want the story, not just the spots. And I can guarantee. I mean, this is a legit dream match where I, I would think anything of the 20 is a slap in the face of the fans. I mean, even when it seemed like this was in jeopardy, I mean, we're, we're now, since it's, since it's been back on the table, um, you know, so much intrigue, you know, into this bout. Um, and, you know, and Will Ospreay, you know, signifying, you know, that, you know, I'm going to take 2019 over. Like Ring of Honor, like you always say, you know, they never do anything. You know, a few weeks back, I, you know, read that, you know, they plan to utilize the hell out of them, you know, in the upcoming year. So I, I think this is going to be a great showcase for all. You know, Abushi, I don't know what his status is. I mean, is he going to be working, you know, obviously when All Elite launches, is he going to be where he can kind of go back to New Japan, All Elite? You know, of course, we don't know the true partnership, if any, yet. Uh, but I think anything less than 20 is a downer, mm-hmm. isn't it? Well- well, they act what, 25, 20-minute matches all year with these two just on their own, it seems like. Well, so I'm looking at last year's card. The opener was Young Bucks for Pungi 3K. That that got 19 minutes. It was 18.49. This, the six-man gauntlet got 17.03. Kota Ibushi and Cody got 15.08. Uh, 
And then the shortest match, LA, uh, the Evil Sonata against KES went 14-14. But otherwise, I mean, Goto Suzuki got 18. Osprey, Skrull, Hiromu, and Kushida got 21. Tanahashi, J. White got 20. Kenny and Jericho got 35. And Okada Naito got 34. So everything got at least wow. 14 minutes. So it makes me think they got to give them the time. I mean, yeah. and they they got to know. And, and here's... You, you know, when we look at the, the, the fourth match on this card, technically, or the third, that's going to be mm-hmm. the same boat where if they don't give it time, it's going to bother me. But obviously we get, you know, Abushi Osprey, I was asking for this months and months ago. We saw Osprey get hurt. Taichi stepped and wins the, wins the title. They get it back <laughs> to Goto. Abushi beats Goto. Osprey beats Taichi to get the shot. Um, I mean, Wait, this is this kind of Monday a, Night Raw you're talking about? What's going on? <laughs> I hope not. Um but but they did a good job of getting it back to where it was, and they didn't care about, you know, outcomes. Like, all right, whatever, we're trading the title, so be it. Mm-hmm. The fans have, didn't even care, and they no, knew that. And, <laughs> and when you have no big storyline for Ibushi or Osprey as it is, this is the most perfect thing to do. And, I, I mean, SportsCenter, SportsCenter on their, on their Snapchat – played a clip from that tag match we were talking about last night. That could be a match of the year. Um, Kota yep. Ibushi does uh, top rope work from Rana to Osprey, and he lands on his feet. feet. Uh, yep. Like, oh, my God. Who, who do you got in this one? <laughs> uh, the audience. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going I'm uh, to have to work while watching this. I, I love how, you know, Kota Ibushi, like, dismisses the title. Just, you know, people don't perceive it like a Naito way because it's like, oh, it's just Kota. Um, and I don't know how this is going to go, but I, I, I have to say, again, no, I'm not even going to say barring any outside thing. I'm going to go Kota Ibushi. Um and they're just going to, to to wail the hell out of each other. It's going to be a pristine match where Osprey somehow either re-aggravates his injury or does one little mistake where then Kota Ibushi just knee to faces, um, and, and that's all she wrote. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Will Osprey. I think. Um, reason being, who knows what Ibushi's doing? Mm-hmm. Paul. Uh, post Wrestle Kingdom, I think it once again goes down to everybody is like, kind of. Is he still? Up. Is he still like a free agent, like a independent well, he, contractor? He doesn't have a contract. Yeah, he doesn't have a contract. If he had a contract, I guarantee you he would he'd be pushed to the moon. And um, obviously, with all elite and Kenny, you know, he's probably going to follow majority of that, right? Maybe. I mean, he's always been a guy who just kind of does his own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he he liked working DDT and having matches with where they're shooting fireworks at each other and stuff. Like, he likes this weird stuff, and he just kind of – he's Kota Bushi, just does what he does. I mean, hey, another <laughs> contract, I'll go work the, uh, the WWE tournament. You know, he worked the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, there's, there's just a lot of stuff that he does that, you know, he, he kind of goes off the beat of his own drum. Ah, oh, that's bonkers. How do you see this match finishing off then with Osprey picking up the W? Uh, probably something simple. Um, probably just end with the storm. <laughs> I mean, don't over, don't overthink it. Don't overdo it. Be smart about it. Let him go ham and, and 
you know, give them give them enough time where they can tell their story, and then go home with it and give it a nice solid match, give them fifteen to twenty. I mean, you couldn't ask for a hotter opener. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? No, no. Like, I, I don't think there's any way you could. I mean, I, unless you want. Like to I said, that's the main event, not only for <laughs> New Japan but anywhere. <laughs> like no build whatsoever. You could throw it on WWE and, P- and it would probably get double uh, pre-Christmas Monday Night Raw ratings. I I promise you that it would easily hey, get a four. They'd be like, "The hell is Kotobushi?" Uh, uh, boss, you remember he was in the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. What yeah, the hell is that? What is the Osprey? Suzuki Goon, uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and El Desperado. Desperado, one of my one of my favorites of this last year, uh, taking on the team of Shingo Takagi, who I am in love with, and Buchi, uh, along with Shonyo, Rapungi 3K. What do you got going into this three way dance? Where, like, like we have been saying, by re putting in. Lij into this match with those two teams basically mm-hmm. made the Super uh, Junior Tag League worthless because it didn't matter because if you didn't win you're still in the match it's just, it's stupid but I mean it is- <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with the uh, mislogic of the the booking in that because again kind of the same that's the Monday Night Raw angle. <laughs> oh, you mean like the tag league? <clears throat> but anyways, um, <laughs> it, it, I, I 100% agree. But I think this is the way how you finally get some gold on uh, on Shingo Takagi and, and Bushi here. Um, I, I definitely think there's going to be mist and some whiskey of, uh, in the air that night. Um, I love me some show. I love me some yo. Uh, but I, I am going to go Lij getting the win, getting them some hard way, hardware, and uh, holding those belts up high. Going back to your hard- WCW uh, conversation earlier. <laughs> um, I I think I'm going to go Rafungi 3K, and I think the reason I'm going 3K is with the, in the midst of the. The uh, mist and the whiskey. I don't know. Maybe they'll pull out some like Axe body spray because they look like guys who would who would use Axe body spray. And uh, they don't want to spray. <laughs> no, I just I, I mean I That's still think such they're a the, show thing to do. <laughs> they're, I think they're the ace tag team of this of this junior division, and I think that they have way more planned for Shingo than a random tag team with Bushi. Like, I think he's going to be your next. I think if Kushida retains against Ishimori, I think Shingo's the guy to go on to beat Kushida. I really do. Especially if Kushida is going to jump ship and go over to NXT. Um, mm-hmm. as, as a lot of talking. Because he, I mean, his best friends are the, the machine guns anyway. They're already, all of his stuff is West, westernized. You know, his entrance, his gimmick. and So mm-hmm. I can see him. And he's, I mean, like, we talked about this before. How many, how many, like, rebirth stories of Kushida have we seen? Two or three? Obviously, this one kind of came at a, at a misfortune because of her own getting hurt, but there's really nothing for Kushida to do. He's on the other side of 35 years yeah. old. Not take a risk on himself, you know, and just give yeah. it a shot. Get your money, Kushida. Um, what gimmick are they going to go with, though? I mean, obviously, Japan, it's a crazy place, so, you know, you can do Back to the Future all you want. 
but will they be splitting the time um, out in Connecticut and or Orlando? I I don't know if he. It's hard to say. Like, does he succeed? Will that transcend? I think in NXT it would. I mean, NXT is more internet marks than casuals. Um, I mean, you could go to a five live, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I, then I, mean, I would watch the shit out of that. If he's on, if he's on Raw or SmackDown, I mean, look at look at Andrade Cien Almas. He's just kind of yes, he's gotten two matches recently because they're you know we're the authority now, damn it. But you know, look at these guys on those shows. So I think I think you put them in NXT, you keep it simple, and you get some fun programs out of them with it. You know what I just envisioned, how you get them over, uh, because you got that Vince McMahon uh, Fox Friday night money coming through? Why not just get Christopher Lloyd to be his manager for, you know, the first six months? <laughs> he drives on a real DeLorean and he's in there. And, uh, yeah. Great, Scott. I imagine I already envision WrestleMania in Minneapolis uh, in 2020. Uh, we get Kushida battling the new new Daniel Bryan um, at this time in 2020, and of course the DeLorean coming out at TCF Stadium, and then it's just smoke, and then you see Doc Brown getting out, and then they're like, "Huh," and then Kushida gets out, and then we're just losing our shit. Because we're watching Kushida and the American well, Dragon. Well, I guess if they did do it at TCF and not U.S. Bank, um, he could come oh, there in. There you the, go. Some sort of could, bank. Could, they could fly him in because there's no roof. <laughs> um, <laughs> the irony is, it was uh, instead of U.S. Bank, it was supposed to be Wells Fargo. They literally took it uh, right beneath them. Ooh, we got some banking controversy up here in Mini. Uh, the facts. What's going to happen if 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 they brought up Christopher Lloyd to be his manager? They'd bring back the guest raw GM for sure, so he he could be the new commissioner for one night on. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. Let's you totally that. get a vignette with like Michael J. Fox introducing him. He's like, "Hey Doc, we gotta go to Tokyo for blah," and then all of a sudden it's just like, boom! A thunderbolt comes down. There's a clock tower on the big Titantron at U.S. Bank, and again we're losing our shit because we're watching Kushida battling Brian Danielson. Man, if if you're if you could speak this into existence, I would be excited. <laughs> That that might make me buy a ticket to WrestleMania because I, I, I for the I'm match sure. or the entrance, uh, both. Let's say both. <laughs> but I mean, come on. It's I'm going to all the indie shows, but I I'm sure I'll go to WrestleMania when it's here. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to be more amped to buy the Joey Janela Spring Break tickets first. That's for sure. Let's see what kind of craziness that's going down, but. Um, Next up, we got another barn burner that could be a main event. Uh, Rev Pro title on the line, Tomohiro Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. What do you got, Alex? Alex has left the building. I, I uh oh, I think he got uh, he got drop kicked. So uh, <laughs> I'm trying to see if he's saying something. Um, obviously, Tomohiro Ishii is defending. 
the RevPro title against Zack Sabre Jr., which I am extremely excited for. The uh, stiffness that this match is going to have along with the technicality of Zack Sabre. I mean, Ishii can hang. USB got me. <laughs> they, they, took your, uh, they took your microphone from out from under you like, uh, like they did from Wells Fargo on the name rights. <laughs> no what, one's what supposed you, to know. Um, oh, this is my co-main event right here, man. Um, I was so jelly, so jelly for the for the British Heavyweight Championship of the world, by the way, the Rev Pro title. Uh, I don't know, man. I, again, me, I'm the winner. You're the winner. Isaiah's going to be the winner. Uh, the guy in a row FF seat 27 is going to be the winner. Uh, but I. I see Zack Sabre Jr., unfortunately, not, but not unfortunately, uh, getting the win over Tomohiro Ishii. But my God, the chops, the submissions, the headbutts, the brain busters. I cannot wait to watch this at 3 a.m., screaming at the top of my lungs, awaking everybody in the house. <laughs> this is going to Stretch be... him! Stretch him! I, I'm going Tomohiro Ishii to retain. I... I don't think they do a title change on Wrestle Kingdom. I think if Rev Pro wants to switch the strap, they're going to save it for one of their own shows. I could be wrong, but it, you know, you go back to Wrestle Kingdom 9, I think it was, when Satoshi Gojima defended the NWA title against Rob Conway, and a lot of people thought Conway was going to win it, but they just kept it on, on Kojima, didn't do the switch until they actually were on a NWO-type uh, show, I believe. I can't remember because that was right when he right after he wrestled, and then he wrestled Big Daddy Yum Yum. That was the other guy he worked. <laughs> Are you? Uh, what's your favorite? Rob Conway aren't the same person. <laughs> Who's what's your favorite Big, Big Daddy Yum Yum match? Um, I would say it was him versus uh, Big Mama's House um, too. <laughs> With a special Big- appearance by the uh, giant panda uh, from DDT. Peter Pan. Um, I'm going to send you a picture, and if you think Big Daddy Yum Yum is um, the same person as Rob Conway, we might have a problem right now. But that's <laughs> oh, <should> we, <laughs> if you look at the bottom bottom thumbnail too. It's uh, Kojima chopping the hell out of as he terribly sold the uh, the speed chops in the corner. He just waved his arms like he was at a concert. It was whoa, terrible. that guy looks <laughs> tight. <laughs> it looks like if you, um, if you merged Kyle and Demtris, you would get Big Daddy Yum Yum. That guy's in the E. I I hope not. I don't think so. Um, he was not very good. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, he is not very good. Um, yeah, the Big Daddy Yum Yum, especially if he's listening, but I'm sure he's not, and that's fine. No, he's on like. Kevin Matthews hey, level. If you like, are Big Daddy Yum Yum, come to Minnesota in March, a challenge for the MCW title, Big Daddy Yum Yum v. Technical Legend, Ryan Cook. I will not show up. That's like Big Daddy Yum Yum is on like or go to EWI. Go to EWI, Big Daddy. Yum. Um, but he, I mean, is is Ishi Saber? Is that going to be the show stealer? I know everyone's talking about Osprey and Bushi, yeah. but I mean, I mean, this match is, is his potential to be a classic. 
I think. Like, this is going to and, – and a stage like this – I mean, look at an example being what, what Zack Sabre Jr. did in White, White Wolf Wrestling against that A kid who nobody had ever heard of. He put on a five-star mm-hmm. match, and he made a star out of that kid. I mean, now, you know, uh, Warrior Wrestling's booking him. Like, he's getting booked everywhere. And because Zack Sabre Jr. went in there and made a star that night. Yes. That dude has his working boots on every single time he's in that ring. And he's in there with one of the most motivated guys to always have a great match in Tomohiro Ishii. It's a singles match on Wrestle Kingdom. You know, they're not stuck in some dumb six-man gauntlet like the other guys are. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is a prominent match. I cannot wait for this. This is going, yeah, this is, uh, like I said, this is my co-main event. I'm not kidding, guys. Again, Goto Bushi Osprey. Awesome. Kushida Tazuya Taj, Ishimori. Uh, that's going to be a, a co-show stealer. Uh, Okada White, Jericho Naito. No, Ishii, Zack Sabre Jr. I've been such a Zack Sabre Jr. mark since he went on that uh, killing spree during the uh, New Japan Cup earlier this year and just took out the murderer's row of Tanahashi, uh, Naito, and, and Ryan Cook. And it was just amazing to see. And then just kind of see his stuff. You know, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, progress and, you know, just kind of the, you know, like you said, with a kid there, you know, with uh, White Wolf down in Australia, um, it's it's just awesome to see. And the other thing is, it blew my mind this week when I found out that back in the day, back in the progress day, I might add, uh, him and a one party Marty Squirrel were a tag team entitled the leaders of the new school. And that was my, what? Alex learned something new today moment, which we'll probably have as a segment, um, you know, uh, coming into the new year uh, with theme music and all. But um, no, this is good. This is my co-main event. I think this is the time where, you know, he's going to say, hey, Ishii, you know, like I'm, I'm here to kick you and stretch you the F out. And it's just going to be an awesome watch, and I, I cannot wait to see. And Ishii's my guy. You know how much I love me some Ishii now. Um, but no, Zack Sabre Jr. is going to get it, because then Ishii will take out Kenny Omega at New Year's Dash. No. <laughs> I wish. You know, Ishii never even got his, his title match when he beat Okada a couple years ago in, in the, the G1. Um, and he beat... Well, yeah, I mean, he beat – oh, no, he did get a title shot against Kenny. Excuse me. I forgot about the – yep. like King of Pro Wrestling or something they did? It. Yep. So, he's had it. But I, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for it. Uh, three-way for the IWGP tag titles. We got Girls of Destiny defending against Sonata and Evil and the Young Bucks. Where are you going on this one? Uh, I keep I, I think you keep the Gorillas of Destiny train running, um, especially if you want to keep selling Bullet Club merch. Um, as as strong as they did in 2018, um, and hey, Tonga and Loa ha- have definitely uh, warmed up um, in my heart of hearts. Obviously, with the Young Bucks, you know, heading out, um, and I, you know, Lij definitely still a strong team. But let's be real; they had such an, another breakout year on the singles route. You know, I see more of that uh, in 2019. So GLD will retain. Um, I'm going to go LIJ taking the belts back, so not an evil. Unless they got a singles rope plan for those two guys coming up here, 
you know, then I, I think I'll be wrong. I don't think the Young Bucks win at all. I think all these guys are losing, these elite guys. But I just, I, I wonder if, if G.O.D., you know, are you going to keep them double champs? Do you, you want them to still be, unless that means they're losing the Never titles the next night. Um, Which makes the most sense. I mean, mm-hmm. especially if you have, you know, uh, most violent players into Gucci, you know, kind of, you know, coming off of that. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe so. I mean, why not? You could be dual champs for a night. And, and that just makes them even stronger. You know, the push that Bullet Club point, like, hey, we're still here, guys. You know, we're still going to continue running this. Matt and Nick can, you know, run elsewhere. But, you know, we're still here. We're tried and true New Japan Bullet Club OGs. Um, speaking of uh, uh, another old Bullet Club who's not obviously anymore, another elite guy, Cody defending the U.S. title against one Juice Robinson. Is this going to be the first match that we agree on, Alex? Who you got? <laughs> Cody Rhodes retains. It takes the belt to all elites and drops Whoa. it in the trash can. And we never see that belt again. Um, <laughs> no, Juice Robinson uh, picks up the seminal victory. Juice gets his moment yet again. You remember many a moon ago when we saw Juice Robinson and Cody uh, kind of that first time where, where Cody just yeah, leaving Stanford, Connecticut, and Juice Robinson coming off NXT um, as as uh, I couldn't even tell you what his I was going to say Sawyer Robinson, um, Sawyer but Robinson. that's definitely not a thing. Um, but you know where I would you know make fun of that you know his his alter ego down in Orlando. Uh, but I like how it's kind of come full circle. Cody's obviously exiting, um, and and Juice has that appeal. You know, everyone was like, you know, had that horrendous G1, especially after winning the U.S., um, you know, IWGP championship there. Um, But I I hope he wins, and he uh, has a really strong beginning to 2019. Well deserved. I think think this is the only lock of the night. Uh, I don't think there's any way Cody wins because we, we know he's out. He said this is his last Tokyo Dome show. Uh, you know, the Bucks said the same thing. I don't know what, what happens too, though, because Cody did say one of his goals before he retires is to work a G1. Maybe he just leaves and comes back and does a G1 as a guest. I don't know how mm-hmm. that all will work out. But I just don't see them not putting the belt back on Juice and giving Juice the, the run he deserves because – I mean, let's be honest, when he won it the first time, he, he fell kind of circumstance to the fact of the G1 starting. And, you know, in the G1, you got to have people take some pins the points of the guys the favorites. And he was mm-hmm. just a, you know, in that weird position. And I think by taking the belt off of him and then giving mm-hmm. him the belt or the title. God, now you got me saying belt. I hate that word. Uh, giving him the <laughs> title back. Uh, now you can Strap. really – begin to, you know, begin to roll the juice train without any mm-hmm. hiccups or interference. And he can go into New Beginning and he can go to the anniversary show and, you know, potentially Sakura Genesis as well and, and actually defend the, the the title and be something with it. As long as he ditches the Macho Man gimmick. Um, but he's, he's well over. Uh, obviously, New Japan loved them some three ways this year, especially with the tag. Uh, tag team situations, but I think this match could be better utilized as a triple threat. Ryan, if you had to throw in another opponent to make it not so obvious that Juice will retain, who would you uh, throw in there? 
Do I have to? Ooh. <laughs> I just I, why do they why do they always hit the shoehorn guys and make them triple threats? Well, I no, mean, no, they, they don't. But I'm just saying, like this is a match where I don't think the the uh, the, the previous match for the tag belts I don't think necessarily <laughs> needed to be a three way. Hell, like we yep. said with the junior you know, tag, uh, tag team championships that didn't need to be a three way, you know, where at least, you know, with the singles route, it makes it a little bit more exciting. And, and like I said, you know, less predictable where it's like, Oh, maybe juice wants, you know, win back the title, maybe Hangman page, you know, if he wasn't in the, uh, you know, in the gauntlet match, maybe he, well, well, maybe not because he's the elite, you know, you throw in someone, you know, maybe like, you know, Kawada. I and I mean I'm fine. Like I I I get I, I get it. It's, it's just you know, a hypothetical. Yeah, and I'm not like I, I'm not trying to say I'm opposed to it either. But I also think Juice deserves to get his victory back. He deserves to have his win, and I don't. I'm not that upset that I kind of know he's going to win, and I'm mm-hmm. you know pretty sure he's winning. But hey, stranger things have happened. I mean, look at like God, two years in a row. When I, I I kept saying there's no way Okada's not losing to Omega, and it sucks, but. It doesn't suck, but as Okada being my go-to, I was like, ah, he's got to chase the belt, and he wins. And then he holds it for the whole year, and I'm like, okay, there's no way Naito's not beating him. He's so over, and then he retains again. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was it made those matches that much better for me because I wasn't expecting it, that's for sure. But, no, I, I think this is good for Juice. I think he's going to get a nice, good victory. And I guess if you did want to mention the fact of a three-way, the only nice thing about a three-way is it kind of, you could limit off some of Cody's antics or sometimes there's a little too much pageantry at the beginning. And mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Kind of like, his, you know, look at his match with, um, uh, with, with lethal at, at final battle. Like it was, it was fine, but there was so much BS going on. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, sometimes I just, I want something else. I, I don't know. I mean, it's who, like he's the Stephanie McMahon of uh, outside of the E, where it's just like, well, which which side are we gonna get today? You know, is it gonna be the all right, everybody, or the oh, I hate you know, boo. I mean, I guess if you had to throw somebody in there, do you you know maybe you bring in a a guy like Jay Lethal to do it mm. because of the ROH. Uh, on a rising that they're doing, you know, another one of those shows again, or maybe it's, you know, I know people are so hung up on only having, um, you know, Westerners go after that, that title, which I don't think matters who goes for it. You're not doing anything with Taichi. I mean, he's hey, not New, New Zealand's not in the West. For, <laughs> no, for he's the Westerners and, you know, oh, the people of, that have won the belt. Oh, yeah, Jay White, you're right. You got me there. Non-Japanese, how about that? I'll say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, maybe you, throw, you could throw Taichi in there if you really wanted to throw a third yeah. in there. Because he's not, he's not doing anything. He's not booked. You know, there you go. You got, you got your filler guy. Has this belt made an impact, you know, in the uh, year and a half that it's been, you know, an an actual um, entity in in New Japan? You know, like you said, Kenny Omega winning, you know, that fantastic tournament out in Long Beach with that wonderful match with Ishii in the finals. Um, Jay White then, you know, kind of taking out Omega, you know, back uh, in January at, at New Beginning and then Juice, you know, winning it, you know, after White's 
the title reign, and then Cody again winning it uh, after the G1. I mean, do, do you foresee this, you know, just kind of becoming like a never open championship? I mean, do they ever scrap title belts uh, or sorry, title championships, um, you know, or I mean, where, where do you see this belts in the future of I, New Japan? I, I mean, you go and say belts anyway. Um, I, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I think it's fine. I mean, you've had Kenny Omega, you've had Jay White, you've had Juice Robinson, and now Cody have been your champions. So you've had respectable people. Yeah, yeah. Is it the WCW TV title of New Japan? <laughs> the TV title was tight. Um, I, don't know. I, 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 I I just I don't know. I think this belt more than the, is is more respected than the never open weight. I think. I think having Abushi versus Osprey is going to give more clout to the Never title. But no, I I mean I treat it like it's a big deal. And it's even with Abushi for- not caring at all for that for that championship. Uh, him Naito didn't care. Naito? Yeah, but but the the title the title meant something to the company when Naito was still champion. True, true. I mean, I you know just with the yeah. Yeah, you know, because because regardless of what the champion is still doing like that, you know, they still have challengers that it that still puts butts in the seats. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, I go mean, to Bucci is defending but, but, against. To, to be fair though, I mean, if 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 you want to go that route with it too, if Kota Bucci truly didn't care, then he'd just lay down for Osprey, wouldn't he? True. If he didn't true. want it, you know. If, yeah, but you know, title, just kind of leading up to the belt or to the uh, to the title match, you know, where you know he's just like, what, what's that? you know, championship, you know, that's not on my radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, he collected, a, he collected a new trophy on his way to whatever his radar is, because nobody even knows what the view's going to do. You know, <laughs> it's, it's going to a boost. So it's, you know, it's, hey, I got this. Coda. <laughs> so I'm, I'm confident that, that there's nothing wrong with the U.S. title. I think it's another, it's a good thing that you can have defended when you come to America Agreed. It's another Agreed. match, you know. <clears throat> excuse me. It's it's a it's another title that can headline road two shows, a la what the you know the the Jay White David Finley thing, which is tremendous. So I think there's a lot of value to having it, and they don't just treat it as some some BS extra title like the six man tag titles sometimes get treated, or like the never title was treated. Mm-hmm. It's it's look at look at where Jay White is, and look where Kenny Omega is. They're the first two champs. True. So they're they're putting the right guys in line with it. I think it's a perfect way that you can now start to establish Juice Robinson. And it's great, you know, again with with that California um, you know, the the dojo out out west there. So, you know, something that, that can attain and like you said, can be, you know, on tours when they start touring a little bit more in America. You know, that could definitely be your belt then if you're, you know, IWGP champion won't be able to make it that tour. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. So that's and just that's imagine why. going back to the open weight title. Can can we just imagine we could see Ibushi and Taji Shimori? That would be awesome. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of uh, Shimori, he takes on Kushida. Yeah. Uh, I'm going each Shimori to take the title from Kushida. What do you got? I love me some Bone Soldier. I never thought I would other those words, uh, but Ishimori for the win. Again, this guy is is like. 
a hybrid of his style, but he has kind of like an AJ Styles to him as well. Um, that to me is a random dream match where, hey, give me that at WrestleMania or at the Dome um, and and take my money. Um, but but this is going to be a fun match. Like you said, we need a change. You know, I I feel and I think Ishimori and and Bullet Club, Firing Squad, whatever you have, you know, the more gold on them, they can still stay relevant. And this guy has charisma and a hell of a wrestling style and a no-nonsense that we uh, will miss uh, without, um, you know, Hiromu Takahashi. Get well, sir. Um, so I'm all about Ishimori and, and, and his impact that he's going to have in 2019. Yeah, I, I think that this will be a big year for him. They're they're gonna do something with him, and I think if he beats Fushida, you know you could easily oh, set up him and Shingo. Whew. Yeah, him and Shingo, and then you're kind of laughing at Noah and Dragon Gate, and, <laughs> and yeah. Noah the Reborn's former wrestler, the Reborn Taiji Ishimori takes on Dragon Gate's former the Dragon Shingo Takagi. So slaps in the face to both company there by uh, by New Japan. That's still what I'm wondering, like. You know, you joked Daisuke Sasaki will be the next that uh, that that mm-hmm. jumps over to uh, to New Japan. Are they going to call him the dramatic Daisuke Sasaki? To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm some lady in a sheet pants is mouthing something at me. Um, <laughs> um, we got uh, the the. Match I'm really excited for. This is the epitome of a blood feud. Um, yeah. I don't know where it's going to go, but Jay White, Kazuchika Okada, no title needed. This is the third from the top. And this, you know, everybody bags on Jay White after the, the Hiroshi Tanahashi showing last year where it was just a bad situation for Jay White. We know what Jay White is now. I think this match is another one that could seal the show. We know Big Match Kazu can put on five mm-hmm. stars of the brute if he wants to. I think with the whole Gato turning, too, has really helped. I'm, I'm just overly excited for this match. Who you got winning this match? Uh, this is such a, a, a coin toss because it could go either way, and you're like, that makes sense. They made the right call. Um, I think you keep this momentum going of Jay White. One year later, he has that, you know, that goose egg at the dome. And I'm looking at you like, really? Um, as as did a lot of people. And, and then he just, you know, he heard that criticism from the world. And, and, hey, he got better. He listened. You know, he didn't get scared. He didn't, you know, be, be teammates or anything like that. He, he legit just got better. His look improved. His character was there. He just became the epitome of evil. Sorry, evil, but of evil in New Japan. He was the guy who was getting legit booze. Rarely applause or a chance from a smart in Japan anywhere. Hell, even in America. Uh, people do not like Jay White, and that's a great thing. Um, and I think you keep this momentum going. I don't know if you involve Gato. He's definitely gonna, going to eat a Rainmaker and a Tombstone. Uh, quote me on that. But that will set up Jay White uh, to uh, take him out and eventually set up Wrestle Kingdom 12 rematch 
uh, later on in the year. Oh, oh. so it, is that a precursor to who I think you might think is winning the main event? So who do you oh. got uh, in this match there, uh, Mr. Cook? So, <laughs> okay, there, there's there's a lot of things going through my mind here, and I'm just going to talk this all out and kind of make my decision why I do it. Jay White's the biggest heel in all of wrestling. Um, he's a true heel. He gets heat everywhere he goes, like you mentioned. And if he went on to face Kenny Omega or Hiroshi Tanahashi for the title, um, it's a plausible opponent, and I think it's believable, and there's a good chance that he could win that match. I also think that New Japan, with Ring of Honor, as I like to call the show, because let's, let's be honest, that, that MSG show sold out because of New Japan. Yeah. I think New Japan's going to want to make a bang. And I think Okada beat – I'm going to go Okada beating Jay uh-huh. White because I think what they're going to do is they're going to put the belt back on Okada at that, at that MSG show. And I think Okada beats Omega or Tanahashi. And that, putting Okada against either one of those uh, two as your main events on that show is going we're to going, drive right? the <laughs> – I mean, think, think of the want everyone's going to have if they're going to go, oh, my God, we finally get to see Okada. falling from the garden ceiling? <laughs> we, we finally get to see Okada versus Tanahashi in America. Uh, arguably the greatest feud in all of wrestling history, in my opinion. I got to go donate and, some plasma. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I got to start, uh, I'm not going to be able to buy as many souvenirs while I'm in Tokyo. Dude, you know how many souvenirs I'm going to be buying going to eight different wrestling shows? You have to buy like two bags, don't you, just to send back and pay oh like $100? Gosh. I'm bringing this like mammoth suitcase with me. And I'm going <laughs> to, I probably won't even be able to fill half of it going there. Well, half of that's so going to be filled with the vending machine undergarments. Oh, oh, obviously. You know, I'm going to have my... Whatever uh, weird tentacles Isaiah brings home. I'll have my, my Rattel shirt from Pro Wrestling Noah sitting right next to the used panties uh, that I got out of a vending machine, a <laughs> uh, little bubble game. Uh, but I just... I, a part of me really thinks that they're going to go back to Okada, and I don't think there's a problem going back to him. I don't think anyone's going to complain if he goes gets the title back. No. And if you have him regain the title at Madison Square Garden, I mean, that changes the game. You know, WWE is going to be, you know, down the road or wherever at the, the Giant or the Giants play. I forgot what the stadium's called. And and the fact that you you literally get to see a new IWGP champion. And this is this is the time where I think they can afford to give it away and not do it back in Japan because mm-hmm. of how big this show is going to be. So I just, I have this weird, weird inkling that, that Okada wins and he rides that momentum on and uh, in April takes on the champ at, uh, at the, the MSG show. But you could do the same thing with Jay White too. I mean, let's be honest. I think if they do Jay White though, I don't think, I don't think they do his title match if he gets one in America though. I think that's, you know, that's something they say for Dominion or something. Ooh, I oh man! I, again, this is literally a coin flip, and yeah, I mean this this definitely could. I mean, every match could steal the show, but but man, this this is going to be special, like you said, legit heat um, between these two. You know, storyline wise, of course, but you know, it's just you could feel that, and and Jay White has has been nothing but short of amazing. Again, from one little match, the sky. 
was falling to now the world is his oyster. And uh, yeah, I cannot wait. It's an understatement. It's it, And I think the beauty of this too is this is one of those matches, kind of like a Bushi Osprey, kind of like Ishii Zack Sabre, where I really don't know who's going to win. And I'm so excited for the match. And I, I, I don't, like, Abushi Osprey, I don't really care who wins that match. Like, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of that. But how bad, yeah. like, I, I don't, nothing against Zack Sabre, but I'm pulling for Ishii. Oh, am I? Like, that's another match. I really don't care who wins, but I'm so much invested with Okada that I, I, as much as I like Jay White, got nothing against Jay White. I got my Switchblade yeah. shirt, but you, you just don't know who's going to win, and it's going to make those matches so much better. I th- Agreed. So any you know any time there's a near fall, it's going to be that or you're not sure. What's going to <laughs> and and it's funny you say that with this match. It it to me, uh, you know, I'm I'm fine with either either decision there. But like you know, like you mentioned the first one, like I want Abushi to win. I want Ishi to win. But with this match, I'm like, hey, whatever happens, I trust that you know it's going to you know make sense. You know, in the next you know, a couple of months leading up to MSG. Um, that sounded weird. Um, but also, <laughs> like, with with this aspect, is this the finish to, you know, Okada finally finding Okada again? Or is that redemption going to be finally seen? And they wait until the Madison Square Garden show for that oh. to finally complete. I That is tough. If, if they go the route that I'm talking or Okada goes to MSG and reclaims the the title. I think then you bring back Rainmaker Okada instead of this little mm-hmm. Kazu character or whatever the heck they're doing with it right now. Um, I mean, I guess you could do. Here's the thing: is if you're going to pull that out against Jay White, he better win. You know, if he if he mm-hmm. finds his smile per se as Shawn Michaels um, <laughs> and becomes big big jacket, long tights. Uh, style, you know, the chains, no t-shirt anymore, no balloons, he's got his hair spiked again, you know, if we're getting that Okada, he's got to beat Jay White then, like, if, I, if I'm if i sitting there in the crowd watching, that's the entrance I get, they better not have him lose, because if you have him lose, then what was the point of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, as you found yourself, but you, you can't beat Jay White. Now you got to go refine yourself again, like, that's essentially what that tells me. Yeah, the struggle will be real, but you know what I'll be looking for during this whole match, which I cannot wait to to find. I'm like, oh, is when Okada does that dirtbag smirk as he's kicking away at Jay White's head. That's <laughs> when we know uh, Kazu has found the rain. What do you, What do you think the odds are that there's some crap shenanigans in the finish? Uh, that's why I say I, I, I don't think I think Gato's taken out, you know, midway. He's gonna cause some mischief in the beginning, but but like I said, Okada rainmaker into a tombstone. Um, you know, Jado comes out, you know, brings him out with his, you know, cool ass uh, bandana. Um <laughs> But uh I no, I, I pray to God though. No. Unless it's something awesome where it's like a new talent you know, making an appearance. But no, it doesn't need that. This isn't Monday or Tuesday. This is <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom. And this is going to be a match. Um, this is going to be the war to settle the score. Um, and 
I like I say though, I, I think you keep that momentum going and ah, I like Jay White still, but but you proved a damn uh, a strong uh, case against that. And and I could be way off and just assuming too. I mean, let's 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 be realistic. Yeah, it makes I'm, sense. I mean, you keep yeah. saying, you know, what will what will what do you want to display at Madison Square Garden? What has been the storied rivalry of New Japan, especially over the last ten years? What is their Austin Rock, their Stavage Steamboat, their Steamboat Flares? Mm-hmm. It's Kuchiko Okada and you know and and Tanahashi, where that's what you do, and you want the Rainmaker. You don't want Red Balloon Okada. You want to, be to fair, see the blonde. To be fair, too, you can still do Okada Tanahashi without a title. I just I I seriously think like if you got and and you know what I'll I'll say this. I, I, let me let me say this. Jay White can win this match, and they still do Okada Tanahashi without a title. And then you're giving away an amazing main event that, that American fans have never seen that would pop the roof off that place, and it doesn't hinder anything you're doing in Japan. So maybe that's a better approach, is you don't have Okada win this, so he doesn't get any kind of a title shot. Because I'm assuming whoever <laughs> comes out of this is going to be a contender. Mm-hmm. But you can still do Tanahashi Okada. It doesn't, have, it doesn't need to mean anything, and people are going to lose their mind. I just had a vision, Ryan, of us um, embracing after the finish of Okada Tanahashi at Madison Square Garden because we're there. Like, we're in the audience, and, and, and tears are coming down my face because we just witnessed something so special. And we were at All In. But mm-hmm. I think seeing that, yeah, I mean, it would just be like, wow, we're done. I would be like, I'm done. I don't need to see anymore. Boom. If, if I was able to say that I went to the Madison Square Garden New Japan show all in and Wrestle Kingdom in a eight month span, I I, I probably good. I, I don't think we watch much more wrestling. And and Isaiah we'll still talking about <laughs> Isaiah still asked me the other day after we watched Progress eighty one. He goes, so this is why you wanted to go over to go over to Manchester or whatever for that tournament. I said, yep. And he goes, let's talk after Japan. So I might have a chance partner to go watch the Super 16 still. So there's still a chance that I might go check out progress too. So I'm welcome to the good life as Kanye says. Um, (laughs) Semi-main event, IC title, Chris Jericho, Tetsuya Naito. I'm going Naito getting his belt back, his title back. Um, I I don't know if this is the end of Jericho in New Japan. You know, maybe he continues and and we keep seeing more of these these one off appearances. Maybe he does something with All Elite too, being he's he's friends with the Bucks and everything. So mm-hmm. I, I think everything being up in the air, but I think Naito needs to get his win back. He needs to get the strap back, and I I think this is how you begin the the ascension of Naito, where this yeah. time he finally gets that heavyweight title rub that isn't just a you know winning it at winning it uh, whatever they used to call Sakura uh, invasion attack and then losing or no he won it at the minion no he won an invasion attack and then lost that wrestling in Taco I believe so. Or it was done Taku to Dominion, one of the two. But, you know, not just a one-month title reign where he beats Okada when Sonata joins LIJ and then loses it right back. I think he gets his run. 
um, sometime in the next year or so. And I think getting the victory over Chris Jericho is the, the step in the right direction for him. What do you think? It's been a long, strange year for uh, Tetsuya Naito and uh, fans of the LIJ member. I mean, having the highest of highs with twenty set with with his 2017. You know, when he wins, you know, G1. You know, setting up. You know, of course, the anticipated main events at the start of the year. But he does not win that title. Um, and and yes, he did beat Minoru Suzuki. You know, for the uh, IWGP Intercontinental championship but you know Jericho you know does the awesomeness that he did all year and and you know starts attacking uh Tetsuya Naito you know then you know winning back you know or not back but winning the uh the IWGP Intercontinental um you know title so I I think yes this would be great for him a great start you know maybe this builds you know maybe next year for a champion versus champion match highly doubtful but hey why not um, you know, but otherwise, obviously, he'll drop that, you know, as the year goes on. And like you said, get back into the heavyweight uh, picture there. But, yes, I see Naito winning. But the only reason why I'm, you know, maybe about 70-30 is why not keep Jericho, you know, with this, uh, with the championship? You know, again, depending on the relationship with All Elite New Japan, Jericho All Elite, and Jericho at New Japan, um you know, maybe keep the title on him, maybe set up a big match, you know, maybe at the Garden or possibly the following night at New Year's Dash. Um, but, you know, hey, I uh, like you said, Naito needs this belt. Um, not really the belt because, let's be real, he doesn't give a shit about it, but he needs <laughs> this win. So who, who, who is that your pick? Naito. Okay. I just, I don't know if Jericho is going to be around after this. Nobody knows, you know, everyone thought it was just going to be a one-off as it was with Kenny Omega. So, you know, maybe he sticks around longer. Maybe he's Yeah, but Jericho done. at the Garden, maybe he faces a Ring of Honor wrestler, you know, where, you know, sets up something like that where it's champion versus champion or, you know, someone challenges for that, you know, that build. Jeff Cobb, that'd be awesome. But, you know, just, I don't know. I, I just see him not missing that opportunity to go back to that building, a part of something new, you know, and different, like he was in Chicago at All In during the is, Omega match. So is his uh, I won't work a, a U.S. show if it's not for Vince thing not mean anything to him anymore? No. I, I believe he stated that he's over that that comment. Okay. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't know if he said anything or not. So that's why I was asking. So you know, maybe that's, that's the thing is we see him at, at the MSG show. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, you remember he came out. Those... You remember he came out though during the uh, the long show this year, didn't he? Uh, maybe I didn't think. He I did. thought he touched American soil. Well, he did it all in when he when he took over Pentagon. Oh yeah, sure. So yeah, there we go, right there. But it wasn't necessarily working a show. It was to plug his crews. It was almost a pointless entrance. Like, it was really cool that he was there, and we all popped. But he's like, I'll see you on the, on the cruise. That's all he said. I was like, yeah. oh, you came to just plug the cruise. I'll take it. It was still Jericho dressed up as Pentagon. That was cool. And then he did his <laughs> concert, I guess, with the paint still on his face that night. <laughs> which, is, which is pretty good. It'll be interesting. I really don't know what's gonna where, where it's going to go. Um 
I'm just smart money. I think is on Naito, like we both picked. But once again, if Jericho wins, I'm not going to be shocked. That's for sure. Um, speaking of potential shockers, we got about 20 minutes left in the show. We got our main event to talk about: the cleaner, the best bout machine, Kenny Omega, defending the IWGP Championship against the ace himself, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, Tanahashi wins the G1. It was it was well deserved as out of nowhere as it was, but I I was happy of it. Mm-hmm. He he defends the briefcase against Okada in a great match, beats him. Defends against Jay White, beats him. You know they haven't really done a lot to hype this match between the mm-hmm. two of them, but I think they really haven't had to. I think it was more to me the story of Tanahashi's comeback rather than the building the match because if you remember, you know he, he used the. His new, he started that new theme that he debuted, and I had said, you know, he looks like a guy who, you know, midlife crisis dad who just bought himself a Ferrari or something. You know, he's dancing <laughs> and acting like he's bigger than everything and that nothing's wrong and he's not winning and stuff. And this was a true year story played out where now he has gotten back to the status that he lost to Kazuchika Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 10 and he's finally three years late, three years later ascended to the top of the mountain again. He takes on Kenny Omega. Should be a hell of a match. I mean, we know Tanahashi is one of the best big game wrestlers in all of in, in the business and Kenny Omega's goal is to, to put on the best match possible. Another one that could steal the show and you know they've had they've had rumblings back and forth from <laughs> you know a couple of years ago with the Tanahashi old huh, um, what he was talking about him. Wait, can I play it? Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, no, we don't we don't have to. No, you got it. if you, if you don't if you got it queued up, just play it. If you don't got it queued up, we can just move on. No, it, um, anywho, no. Um, no, I mean Tanahashi could definitely be a uh, a contender for for best wrestler of 2018. I mean the G1 you know tournament alone, we all thought it was over. At least I did. I was like, all right, you know, hey, my dad's a a, a heel wrestler, you know, awesome. Um, but you know, just just a uh, just a different you know edge that I have not seen. From Hiroshi Tanahashi, you know, with me still being new, you know, to, you know, comparable to some viewers. And again, with Omega's future, so much on the line. But I, but, but I love the disdain that these two have, how one's traditional and one's outside of the box and how that irritates, you know, the, the other one about each other, you know, with that characteristic there. Um, and the, just the disrespect and Tanahashi, you know, re-signing with New Japan, you know, just the other day here, you know, you know, flaunting, but you know, presenting it there, um, you know, and that's probably got our Urko Mega is like, hey, I'm out, you know, and uh, just it, this is going to be a, a fun match. I did not think Hiroshi Tanahashi in a main event at Wrestle Kingdom in this day and age would make sense, but I am extremely hyped for this bout. I am excited because, again, the real animosity between these two. Um, I hope we don't get a t-shirt, Kenny. I hope we, he wants to go out with a bang and a good night. Um, and, and Tanahashi, you know, reclaiming the gold, which again can set up so many possibilities leading into the new year, but especially that 
hopefully a hyped rematch between Jay White for redemption for Switchblade. See, you're going Hiroshi Tanahashi for the dub. Yes. I I had Tanahashi written down, and I literally, as I said that to you, erased it. I... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go on a limb here, and I'm gonna say something that a lot of people are saying, and I I'm just gonna this this is me just kind of throwing something out there to kind of make a prediction and and see if it sticks. I think Kenny retains, and I don't think he leaves with the elite guys. I don't I don't think he leaves New Japan. Hmm. I just for just thinking about it while you you know while you're breaking it down, and I'm kind of just going over everything and. I think for the first time, I right now I think it's the first time that I've actually changed my mind, and I don't think Kenny leaves because I think I think Kenny enjoys himself in New Japan. I think he enjoys living in Japan. But he's been so irritated over the last you know couple of months. You know, uh, maybe it's just because people are poo pooing on this title reign. But you know, uh, you know, I could see it. Hell, when he walked out during the tag match on the fifteenth, he just seemed like, ugh, you know, like he, he just didn't want to be there. You know, it just seemed like he's on his way out. But again, that could just be him toying with the audience there. So, so let me ask you this then: is that is that Kenny Omega being mad, or is that Tyson Smith being mad? Ooh. You know, is he is he personally being mad, or? Is this just Kenny being Kenny and trolling the shit out of everybody? Yeah. Ex- exactly. I mean, and Cody did say, you know, a few weeks back during an interview, you know, he said, hey, I, you know, in the beginning we said it's it's one for all. And, you know, but, hey, you know, stuff happens, life happens, and all of us might not be jumping ship together. So, you know, I, of course he didn't say, you know, who or, you know, how many – so, yeah, I, I've always, you know, kind of thought, okay, could Hangman Page still go that E-route? You know, is Kenny going to stay? You know, something along those lines. What is the relationship going to be with each, you know, company? You know, so it, it's a lot in play. Uh, you know, obviously, Kenny Omega is is the big dog, you know, kind of out of the elite there. But it would not shock me. I think it would be, you know, good for New Japan um, and good for Kenny Omega, because again, with so many question marks on all elite wrestling, you know, it's, I don't know, but hell, he could also show up in Phoenix on the 27th, and that wouldn't shock me either. Oh, for the Rumble? Yeah. Wow. I, you know, and this, this is going to be one of those things where once again, we don't know what's going to happen. There's no, there's no inkling you know, everybody, everybody's trolling everybody. I mean, yeah. Look, look at the, <laughs> look at the fact that that who, who do you think it was that leaked out that the elite guys <clears throat> turned out a seven figure deal from the E? Betcha that was Cody and the Bucks or whatever that that let that slip, whether it was true or not, to add more fuel to the fire and add more of a bidding war because mm-hmm. they're just driving their price up that way. Like, who knows really what some of these things are and where they're going. But I just, I think Kenny's got more to do in Japan. I think he wants to have a, a nice title reign, um, really make his mark there. I mean, you know, he, he was doing, he, he did DDT for, 
for six, you know, up until 2014, before he came in as the leader of the Bullet Club, he was still mm-hmm. working there. So he likes doing the Japanese stuff and and being out there. And Kota Ibushi's there. And, and who's to say that, uh, you know, him and Ibushi, he drew, you know, once he drops the title, that those two don't want to go try to do a, a tag title run. I, I just think there's a lot more left. And when you look at this elite thing, I feel like the Bucks, Cody, Adam Page, and Marty Skrull are kind of the click. And Kenny's just kind of the guy on the outside looking in mm-hmm. who's obviously still with them. But I just, I don't know. I feel like it's more Cody and the Bucks than, than Kenny that does it. Yeah, but isn't Kenny Omega the stake, the sizzle that sells everybody? I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. Cody's had a hell of a year. The Bucks are the Bucks. They have great business savvy, excellent ring uh, presence. But again, Omega's, you know, your selling point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think 100%. And who? here's something, too, I was thinking about. Who's to say he re-ups with New Japan and goes, look, I'm going to stay with you guys. I want to keep doing this, obviously. But I want to be able to take my own outside bookings when I did choose to. And he just, and he goes and just works all elite wrestling still and stays in New Japan too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, there's so many question marks concerning relationships. Hell, even a rosters, obviously, you know, because we don't, I mean, because again, Ryan, nothing's really been confirmed. Obviously the countdown is still going on uh, on each of their, their Twitter pages, but, you know, no, nothing, you know, it's just been some trademarks. The E used to trademark a lot of shit back in the day, and maybe about 80% of it was true. But, you know, again, they have that money where they can kind of play around, you know, and, and like you said, troll, um, you know, kind of all of us out of here. So, you know, it's all in good fun. It's all a good rib, you know, when it all comes down to it. But, you know. If this all elite thing is real, you know, it's, they better be ready. It, it better not be like TNA back, back, back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, he, he's, I mean, he said back in July when he did a media thing for that G1 in San Francisco, he said, I am now a Japanese citizen, a Canadian born Japanese city, citizen. Um, in mm-hmm. response to a question about defending the IWGP championship in his home continent. So, I mean, he's, you know, he, he resides in, in Japan. I don't see why, like, you know what I mean? Like, does he want to, does he want to go live in Orlando? No. Maybe. I mean, unless, maybe. I mean, unless he gets the, uh, the same treatment that Valter's going to get. I mean, you throw what eight million a year at him, <laughs> plus higher uh, merch points. I mean, money talks. But it's it's one of those things too. Is he a money guy? Does money matter to him? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's one of those things where the beauty of some of these guys over in, in New Japan here is you don't know as much like you do the WWE guys where they're doing, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to do a behind-the-scenes special on The Miz, and we're going to show him his flub when he debuted on Raw, and 
couldn't do the diva search number. And now we're going to talk about his family and we're going to show this and how he's a movie star and his nice cars and stuff. And it's like, Oh, well now we know everything about this guy. You know, they leave the, the allure and mystery behind a lot of these guys. And I, I mean, God, here, here's the thing I'm, that I'm ex- the most excited for is I cannot wait till Wrestle Kingdom's over to see what happens with all of these free agents. And re- it's like, it's like NBA free agency in July. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> where's LeBron gonna go? Is LeBron gonna go to the Lakers? You know, where's Durant going? Yeah, like that's kind of what this reminds me of. Is where's Kenny going? Where's Cody going? Where are the Bucks going? You know, what happens with Coda? Where does Adam Page? Where's Kushida go? going? Yeah, where's Kushida going? Does Does Marty Skrull jump out of ROH the minute he gets an opportunity after that MSG show? Like. There's a lot of things to look at and a lot of really interesting questions that are going to be making this very, very enjoyable in the next I mean, essentially from Russell K, New Year's Dash to the Royal Rumble, I think, is going to be the wildest 22 days in pro wrestling. Nuts than it already is. So, <laughs> what if they all showed up at different promotions? They could. <laughs> just swerving everybody like ha ha like hangman page and impact cody at you know ring of honor and hit you say that one more time to me I oh I, oh no i was just saying you know it'll be crazy you know you see hangman you know an impact or or cody with <laughs> ddt you know something like that there Cody goes with DDT, that'd be crazy. He wrestled Ben Shokodino. <laughs> oh, no! Balls to the face. He pulls balls out. And Cody's and... like, he looks at the camera, he's like, it's a living. <laughs> it is. You know, speaking of random things on the camera, now that we got, we got just a couple minutes here left before we start plugging away and stuff, I listened to the uh, Starcade 97 uh, thing where they were just fighting about the Sting Hogan finish. And um, Bischoff and, and? Conrad. Yeah, you, so you listen to that too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I'm up to date, man. These have been awesome about Starcade. I love that they did the uh, the 95 one with all the or 96 with all the Japanese talent. But no, I love the the thing when he when he says Sting hadn't said a word in 16 months, and they catch him on camera saying "Mama Sita" randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, about to wrap up here. Alex, you know the deal. Plug away. You can find me at, no, uh, check WrestleCast Radio out on Facebook. Give us a like. Give us some love and comments. Um, also, comment, subscribe, uh, share with all your friends over on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Radio, TuneIn, Play, uh, Player FM, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Spotify. And also, all you uh, Google Home users, <clears throat> all you got to say is, okay, Google, play Strong Style Media, and they'll play the latest WrestleCast episode of radio. So we are yeah. everywhere and everywhere. Also, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Uh, get your shirts, $19.99, the three awesome options. We got the two classic originals as well as our new Showtime uh, WrestleCast shirt. Beautiful, beautifulness. Um, also, Ryan, what do you have going on uh, in the next couple of minutes? 
Ah, right after we're done here, uh, hit up uh, twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio, as we're going to be live streaming some Friday the 13th. Got uh, some of the guys from the network uh, coming on. Elijah, I think, might. Uh, Jordan should be there. Demetrius might be there. Uh, a couple of, couple of other guys that you've heard on, on WrestleCast and SportsCast and such. So we're going to kind of do some of that fun, stream some games. Once again, twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio for that. And probably when I get back from Tokyo, we'll have a uh, fourth option up on that Pro Wrestling Tees page. Uh, a couple ideas I bounced off uh, with Alex, and he's throwing a couple back at me. So we're going to finalize those. But uh, also, shout out, uh, somebody from Louisiana was on the line on uh, the entire show here just listening off their phone. So um, kudos. Thanks for listening. Hope your phone didn't die. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the um, followers. Also, Shout also, out. give us some Shout love out. really quick. Um, uh, sorry, on Twitter, at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Again, at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Give us some love. Give us some likes, follows, comments, reviews. Twitch, continue, Ryan. Head on out. Hey. Tokyo, baby. <laughs> Who knows that guy, Sue Williams. Sue Williams retweet. Let's give us some love on that. It's been a great show, Wrestle Kingdom. Next Friday, I cannot wait. 2 a.m. start time in America here. Uh, it'll be 5 p.m., I think, in, in Tokyo for me, so it'll be a little easier. Um, if you don't have New Japan World, I recommend getting it. It's only 9 bucks a month. Um, but also, if you, if you really don't want to get that, it's going to be on the Fight, uh, Fight TV app as well, so you can purchase it on there. But make sure to check out Wrestle Kingdom. This is going to be an amazing show. Um, I'm going to send us out, Alex, once again, Wrestle Kingdom 13. I'm going to play that commercial one last time. Alex, uh, it's been a pleasure to, to do our Happy annual preview. Year. And, uh, yeah, and be on the lookout. We still got our awards to come at you very soon here. We're going to try to get those out before I'm out of here, too. Maybe tomorrow is what we're kind of thinking. So we're going to, put, we're going to play around with that. But I will see you all in a couple weeks. Alex is running ship with, with Dave Ritter. They're going to do some shows, but we're going to send you out Wrestle Kingdom time. ニューモンプロレス平成最後の 1.4 レスル